Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Thanks for joining us for part two of the confidence to get witchy and weird with Dara Paddy. Let's get straight back into the conversation. You're listening to The Confidence Show, a podcast for the big dreamers who want to create more confidence so they can live their lives on their own terms. Hosted by confidence and life coach, Rebecca Hawks. That's me, by the way. The Confidence Show was created to inspire you to say yes to the things that scare you, to help you feel less alone when you're struggling with your mindset and to show you that you truly can design a life you love. With a new episode landing in your feed every Monday and Thursday, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss out. Moving on, you've shared before about um, your partner, Tom, and said that he's also kind of into some of the spiritual practices that you are. And he was known as Yoga Tom when you first met him. I don't know if he's still known as that or he was known as that when you first met him. Um, And I'm pretty sure he came to um, a breathwork class, didn't he? Has he been to the breathwork classes with Tom? Yeah, he came to a breathwork class with Marie. Yes, so I thought I'd seen him there. Um, can you talk a little bit about how different it is being in a relationship with someone who not only accepts your spiritual practices and your kind of witchy woo-ness, um, but also likes to do those practices with you? Because it's something that I very much aspire to have in my next partner. I very much love this whole idea of us doing these kind of things together. So can you talk a little bit about kind of the difference it is being in a relationship like that? Yeah, so the first thing that I want to say is there is a difference between somebody who does those things independently, like outside of your relationship, and somebody who's just supportive of those things. Because I feel like I want to mention here that my ex was very supportive of anything that I wanted to do. Like he didn't, you know, laugh at me, he didn't dismiss me, didn't think anything was weird, like, he would go to spiritual events with me, he had, like, his birth chart reading, he was very much, like, a scientific thinker, and wasn't really into it, but he was supportive, and that was enough for me, like, I just didn't want somebody to, um, to be silencing me, to be dismissing Mm -hmm. my beliefs, and all of that stuff, so I don't necessarily think that, you need to go and find somebody who's like a wizard. I don't think that's necessary. (laughs) And because also people do grow and evolve and develop, like we know this. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I saw happen with my previous partner. So I don't like, I just, I don't want anyone to be going out there and just discounting great people just because they don't tick some of these boxes. Absolutely. I think the most important thing is that you find someone that's open-minded and willing to try things. Yeah, maybe that's the way that I needed to reframe it because I feel like I would always 
even when I'd get like get into meditation or like EFT and stuff, I always felt a little bit worried of judgment. And maybe that wasn't my ex's, maybe that wasn't my ex being like that. It was just my perception of how he might take it. So maybe that is just something that, yeah, I need to think about more, not looking for someone that does the spiritual stuff, but looking at someone that is open-minded and makes me feel safe in that environment to share all parts of me. Yeah. And so, well, with Tom, we actually met at a spiritual event. Oh, lovely. So my auntie, like pre-pandemic, she used to put on like these sort of like spiritual fairs in Yorkshire. And the first time she did that, I went up and um, helped out just to be supportive. In fact, I went to each one that she did. And um, Tom used to go to her weekly yoga class that she went to, and that's how we were introduced. And the first, like the first time we met, I like didn't really. I mean, I thought he was handsome, but <laughs> he was there with a girl, so I assumed that was his girlfriend. I was engaged at the time, like it wasn't like that. Yeah. It was just like a sort of like, oh hi, nice to meet you kind of thing. Yeah. Like the girl was actually his cousin, but that's like different story for a different time. <laughs> um, and then like the next year, I went back to the event, and at that time, um, my relationship with my ex had sort of broken down, and we got talking and again it wasn't like an instant like you're my soulmate kind of thing we just we got on and we had things to talk about and I think like that's really important when you're building a new relationship Mm -hmm. having things in common but also things that are different yeah and he was like a way better meditator than me he would like meditate every day that's never been me I've never been a daily meditator and he had his own practices that kept him feeling grounded and kept him feeling good. And he was definitely open to learning things and like talking. To, I mean, at that event, he's that person who would go around and have like a 40 minute conversation with every single stall holder. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like the one who just like walks around not making eye contact because <laughs> I didn't want anyone to make small, con- small talk with me. Um, and yeah it was really like different for me being with somebody who wasn't just expecting to learn from me but had his own stuff to bring to the conversation like that was really refreshing but just because we both have you know this spiritual curiosity and openness doesn't mean that we are always perfect at those things doesn't mean that we don't have struggles with those things I mean, I know when we went into the first lockdown, Tom, let's say, reacted badly. And it was probably, I would say, about two years that I couldn't really stand to be around him that much. He was quite annoying. (laughs) That's a very long time. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, maybe it wasn't quite that long, but it was it was a decent amount of time yeah in fact no it was that long so it was about April to April to April of this year and I found him really challenging to be around and he sort of stopped doing all of his usual spiritual practices he stopped meditating he stopped going to yoga people still call him yoga Tom but (laughs) he didn't actually do the yoga piece and he as a consequence had a lot of negative stuff going on from for him personally like a lot of his old patterns came back like a lot of his old struggles came back he lost a lot of confidence he like so much stuff happens there but what we've noticed and we had to have like a many honest conversations about this 
um because I said like when we got together I was under the impression that this is who you were this is the kind of person that you were this is what you valued this is where you saw your life going and I'm not getting that yeah and that was a horrible conversation to have absolutely but he but he was like you're not wrong (laughs) and he sort of he went away fishing and had to think about it and then he came back and since then things have really started shifting and we've started making it a priority to do things together because like I said before that it's important to have like your sort of independent avenues of curiosity but it's also amazing to do things together so things like bringing him to breathwork sessions or doing new moon rituals together or like any like little bits and bobs here and there sometimes we'll meditate together it just reconnects you in a different way and there's there's like something really sexy about being like spiritually connected to somebody yes oh my god that's yeah that's kind of what I that's what I want (laughs) that's what I'm aiming for does he have any like single friends yeah he does he does does have single friends I'm not I'll I'll have to um I have to check and see if he has any single spiritual friends (laughs) okay um like honestly like my biggest piece of advice would be find events to go to so you know things like well-being fairs and little like local retreats and stuff like that because you just never know who you're gonna meet no that's so true I think as well like a big part for me is what you were saying about doing things together like quality time is one of my top love languages so things like that are really really important to me not it doesn't have to be the spiritual stuff but just like spending time together and having those open honest conversations like I've never been in a relationship and this isn't necessarily the fault of the other person this is sometimes partly to do with my own history and stuff that I've been through but I've never been in a relationship where I felt fully safe to be able to express my feelings without having the fear that they're going to leave me so anytime I've like needed to be really honest with how I am it's always come with this like massive feeling of like they're going to leave me I'm not good enough I can't speak up about this um and I don't want that for my next relationship I want to be able to have those tough conversations because I do think it's unrealistic to expect to have a relationship where you never have tough conversations but I want to be able to have those tough conversations in that safe way like you both did so something that I think has really helped us over the course of our relationship is way back when when I was still with my ex I was working with a coach and she had me do this exercise so she was like what do you even want in your relationship because you you're kind of unclear and she made me sit down and just write out exactly what I wanted for my relationship so what I wanted like our vision to be what I wanted our values to be the qualities that I needed the things that I wanted from somebody the things that I wanted somebody to do for themselves like all of that stuff and it ended up being like three or four pages long there was a lot of stuff on that and I just like I kept it in a journal and obviously like that relationship didn't pan out not anyone's fault we just sort of were you know not really compatible anymore I think sometimes that just happens but then when I like met and was getting to know Tommy came to visit one day and this is like this was when we were still friends this is before we even 
entertain the conversation about getting together I pulled that journal off my shelf in fact no I didn't it fell off my bookshelf when he sat down on the couch and I was like is that is that my ghost sending a message because my house does have a ghost I just gave me goosebumps (laughs) I picked up my journal pulled out those pages and I was like I'm gonna read this to you and so I just read out exactly what I was demanding from my next relationship wow and then I said like I'm only going to entertain a relationship that fulfills all of these needs and he was like noted (laughs) and here you are (laughs) yeah but we both we both we both still remember things from that list but occasionally like he'll say something like well, oh, and I know that one of your things was this. So I was thinking that. Mm. Oh, that's so thoughtful. That's sweet. And honestly, like that, there is such a gift to the other person, giving them clarity. Like when you can actually explain to somebody what you want and need from a relationship, it makes it so much easier for them to fulfill it because they don't have to keep guessing. Like they don't have to be sort of like, watching your behavior and trying to gauge what that's supposed to mean because we I think we're all guilty of that we just expect people to know and it's like well can't can't you can't you see can't you intuit what's going on why didn't you read my mind that I wanted to go for dinner tonight (laughs) like can't you take a hint well no often they can't so being explicit can be really really helpful and it's and it's helpful to hear it back as well because we don't always know and like even with the love language thing, like we love and receive, sorry, we give and receive love in very different ways to other people. And so having these conversations where like your prospective partner can also say, this is what I would really want in a relationship. This is how I see my life going. These are the qualities that I really value. It then allows you to think, can I be that for somebody? If not, see you later if yes remember that and like keep coming back to that and whenever you have struggles in your relationship like come back to those lists and think am I able to show up as this person for them are they able to show up as that person for me mm. and that was such a great exercise to do I feel like I want to go in such a weird direction here I know this is this is not what we planned but that's fine <laughs> it's, it's made me want to do want to do another one of these lists I feel like I accidentally manifested my last breakup even though it was completely unexpected because like a year before I sat down and wrote a list of everything that I wanted and I mean he obviously wasn't it and now that's that (laughs) moving swiftly on (laughs) um ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One of the things that you did recently um, was like, I suppose, a spiritual practice or like a witchy thing. And you did a, an Instagram live where you showed us how to create a money jar. And I bloody loved doing this exercise. I literally did it as soon as you finished the live. I went and got all the things. And it was so much fun to me because I am creative. I like to do different things like that. And two days after I made my jar, I found a £10 note on the floor when I was walking to the park. So it did work. <laughs> and I shake it every day now. I've got it next to my bed and I'll give it a little shake every day. Um, I've got mine here. Oh, you've got it there. I've got mine upstairs yeah. next to my bed. <laughs> but it was so, so much fun. And anyone listening, I would really encourage you to go to Dara's profile and watch it. Um, it was a jar, it was a video on Instagram all about creating. I pinned it to the top of my profile. So perfect. You'll find it easily. Amazing. Um, and when I was watching the video, I was really amazed at all the knowledge you had. Now I know we've talked a lot about you do a lot of reading, you do a lot of learning. Um, but you had so much knowledge about things like the different herbs to use, the different crystals to use and their meanings and the way that you kind of put everything together. Where does that knowledge predominantly come from? Is it just because you've done so much reading? Is it intuitive? Have you watched videos? Do you follow certain people? Like where, where did you accumulate all that? Um, I think there's a real mixture there. So some things I've learned from reading books, some things I've learned from watching YouTube channels, some things I've like heard come up in conversation. So, you know, if you're um, just having a chat with somebody, if you are overhearing someone at a witchy event, if you are maybe on a group call in like a group call with Marie, sometimes she'll say things or like other practitioners I've worked with. And then there'll be things like, let's see if I've got one here. So I've got that. I've got these like aura sprays um just holding that up for the camera even though this is the podcast um but this one that I'm holding right here is like a root chakra spray right and on on the bottle it says strength and grounding so immediately that's something I'm going to remember that the root chakra is all about strength and grounding and then on the back it's got the ingredients in so it says like oh this has got ylang ylang in this has got that in this has got that and I remember those things and because these are like the little spray balls and essentials that I'll have lying around, I just remember like, oh, like this herb is good for that. Nice. 
and I just feel like you absorb knowledge from different places but something that I really recommend doing when you are sort of um immersing yourself in well any kind of practice really but well we're talking about witchy weird spiritual practices today is to have a book that's dedicated to that so have a journal have a binder have something that is dedicated to what you're learning there and I, I call mine my book of shadows but you can call it whatever you want it can just be a journal and that's where you keep your information so maybe if you like if you watch my ritual video about creating your money jar maybe you'll write down the steps in there so you can refer back to it at a later date maybe if you notice that um you've got some packets of incense that have different scents on and it says on the back like oh lavender is good for calming eucalyptus is good for energy like whatever maybe you note those down in your binder maybe you find like a recipe for like a cool witchy tea and you write that down maybe you um like read a book and it has a breakdown of like what to do to balance each of your chakras like whatever it is like keep it in this book and then you can refer back to it easily so all of this information that you're picking up whether it is from some like silly instagram meme or it's like a serious book or it's from working one-on-one -on -one with a coach keep that information somewhere and refer back to it and use it and consider it like a living breathing document that you keep dipping into and embodying and working with I love that that's such a good idea I didn't like I never I would never think to do that although I did write down your step by like your steps for creating the money jar I wrote those in my journal because I was like I want to do this as soon as I get off um but that's so good now I need to get my get a new journal <laughs> Well, any excuse to get a new journal but what I also love doing in mine is I will then write down what happens Ooh. so if I like have a little space for like a ritual that I'm trying or something like that I'll always make sure there's like maybe a blank page next to it where I can keep track of the results and I can or I can keep track of maybe things that I want to change next time such a good idea so so good where did you um where did you get your chakra sprays from um they just came from a little stand at one of those witchy fairs okay. but you can get you can get them online you, you can even get some from boots these days but mm. honestly like different essential oil sprays and roll-ons I love them I also have like a drawer full of supplies to make my own oh um, really yeah no. I've got a couple I've got like a um what have I got I've got a menthol one like this peppermint is it eucalyptus as well something for migraines I've got one of those and I've got a calming one and then I've just got a lavender one on its own but I like to use them before I go to bed yeah just so I, ha I have different ones that I use for different reasons so I've got a like a roller blend one that I use that's for sort of unleashing your voice so whenever I do something like this mm. I'll put some of that on nice it really feels like it just like clears something and then I like I get extra unfiltered is that what you were putting on before yeah. oh I remember seeing you do that yeah oh, I was putting that. on my um use your voice one and then I've also made a blend that's to go in a diffuser that I call like the DIY muse blend and whenever I put that on I am so creative Oh, and it doesn't matter how stuck I am and it's it smells kind of like cinnamony and Christmassy it's really really nice 
and but I'll put it in my diffuser next to my desk and that's like go time that's when I create so much stuff so quickly I love that I like to light candles although I don't really have any at the moment I need to get some more but that's always fun <laughs> and I also I use um I suppose similar like the Bax flower remedies so I use like rescue remedy for anxiety. I had such bad anxiety on Sunday. I must've taken like half a bottle with the, like the spray stuff. <laughs> but there's also, I bought a set of three and they've got three different ones. One is for confidence. So if I know that I've got a day where I need to be really like on it or I need to feel really good about myself, I'll just put some confidence stuff in the water and drink that. And then there's one for like recurring negative thoughts that one I use quite a bit as well. And I can't remember what the third one is because I've not used that one because it's obviously something I'm not that fussed about. <laughs> but I like mm. using those as well. Like similar to the kind of smells. It's that like little practice that you have to kind of, again, like anchor so, back yourself. My auntie actually makes essences like that. Oh, really? So I've got a little pouch with some of hers in here. So she has like these um, different essences that she does that you can use for different things. Nice. Um and they're amazing but all of these things like they count as spiritual witchy practices they're you using your senses and using you know natural products like for different flowers different herbs to create a specific result yeah that's so true same with like teas like I'll drink certain teas if I need like I've got a calming tea I've got like the inner peace one I have chamomile if my stomach's feeling funny or if I need to sleep or so true I think they're all really nice practices that we can use like you're a secret witch like you don't realize oh I am (laughs) I even created a wand for myself when I was at school (laughs) there you go kind of witch but (laughs) yes I love it right okay before we wrap things up because we're gonna have to finish in a minute but I just wanted to cover this quickly well if we can cover it quickly (laughs) I know that birth chart readings are something that you have recently introduced as a service into your business. And it's something that I have on my list of things to invest in. But can you talk a little bit more about what our birth charts can tell us and how to take what you know from your birth chart and put it into like actual practice? So, for example, how can you use your birth chart to live a more successful or like a more fulfilled life? Oh my goodness. So I've got two minutes to talk about this. Great. <laughs> Maybe four. Um, Maybe four. <laughs> so there is so much that your birth chart can tell you. But what I want to make really, really clear is that it is not about putting you in a box. This is not about defining you. It's about giving you insight into how to get what you want. And I just, I want that distinction to be very, very clear because I think when a lot of people think about astrology or any other sort of personality typing system is they think that that means that they're only one thing and they can't change and that they're stuck and that that's it and that is not the case with astrology so when you look at somebody's chart there is so much information in there but we are largely as a society only familiar with the sun sign the star sign like that is one but that is one teeny tiny piece of your chart And so when you like read your horoscope and you're like, that doesn't sound like me, it's because it's not factoring in all of the other like 105 things in your chart, which all have an influence. Mm -hmm. And so because we're short on time, like I can't give you like too many tips here, but one thing that I want to draw your attention to that can really 
support you in your business and in your life is the section of your chart that is the 12 houses. So the 12 houses are kind of like geographical areas where like in the sky that like planets and signs would be in them at the moment of your birth basically and each one of these houses represents a different thing so for example the first house is all about your identity and how you're perceived the second house is all about making money the third house is all about communication the fourth house is all about like home and family so they're 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 governed by these themes so paying attention to what sign is in each of those houses can be a really practical way to start using your chart because let's say you have um gemini in your second house so that is the sign of gemini in the house that is all about making money so you know that gemini season which is the 22nd of may 21st of may 22nd of may till the 21st or 22nd of june that is when you're really going to be motivated to work on money because that's really when like that second house is going to be present for you so that might mean you're having extra struggles with money or it might mean that money is coming really easy to you but that's when things relating to money are really going to crop up so when you can look at your whole like series of houses you can see what you're going to be challenged by at different points throughout the year and you can plan for that So if you know that money is going to be a challenge at a particular time, you can make sure that you're, you know, implementing habits or getting support in that area. If you know that maybe your, let's say your like family life is going to be a priority at a certain time of year, you can make sure then that you're not planning a big launch in that time. So you can focus on family life. That's so fascinating. Now I'm like, okay, let me go and find out my money house so that I can work out what's going on. <laughs> I love that so much. Maybe you'll have to come back and do a third one all about birth charts and astrology. I mean, there's 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 so much there. And like I think one thing that about the way that I do birth charts is they are like pretty in-depth. So I usually do about 30 pages of stuff for people with like journal prompts and other support to help them really like implement and integrate things because there is a lot of information and so much of it can be used in really really practical ways Mm -hmm. and I think that's that's the important piece here so we want to yeah we want things to be like fun and magical but we also want things to be useful yeah absolutely absolutely we do well I'm afraid that's all we've got time for today thank you so much for being a guest on the confidence show again can you just remind everyone where they can find you if they haven't listened to the other episode yet of course so you can find me on instagram at dara paddy where you will find my money jar tutorial so definitely go check that out i also have a podcast your biz your rules which is available in all of the usual places itunes spotify and the like and I have a YouTube channel, which again is just my name, Dara Paddy, where I release a weekly tapping video. So I know we mentioned EFT tapping earlier on in the show. If you want to have a little go with that, then there are loads of free videos up for you on the channel. 
Amazing, amazing, amazing. And don't forget that in January 2023, we'll be running our very first self first retreat. For more information, you can visit the link in the show notes or go to rebeccalucih.co slash retreat. And all the info will be there. And we would obviously love to see you there. Spaces are limited, so you can't all come. But (laughs) we would love to see you there if you feel called to join. Thanks so much for being a guest again, Dara. And I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to The Confidence Show with me, Rebecca Hawkes. If you enjoyed this episode, please take 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This will help the podcast reach more people, which means we can help more people increase their confidence and love themselves for who they are. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I will see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.